Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Okay, well, hi everybody. Welcome to this post-mortem edition of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you're recovered from yesterday. I, I don't even know where to start, Andy. It's I don't know, man. I don't know how we're going to make this at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes of talking. Because just when you think Roma have pulled something uh, out or managed to do something that, you know, we thought we've seen it all. I mean, we've seen a lot of shit with this club. It doesn't matter if you've been watching for only two years or 20 years. Okay, you have seen enough chaos, enough things that defy the greatest of odds to fill a book and to basically fill uh, 90% of other clubs' history with. So yes. things that just would never happen anywhere, okay? You put the letters I-S-R-O-M-A before them and everything changes. They defy the odds of just about everything. So for <laughs> yeah. them to be up three to one in the 70th minute and then to go on to concede three goals in seven minutes, I have to tell you, even by the greatest, or in this case, worst, of Roma standards, uh, even that I did not think they were capable of. Because <laughs> up until that point, what did we have? We had arguably the best 70 minutes of the season, aside from Bergamo, okay? We had a dominant Roma. I mean, this, uh, Andy, the, the, the three to one, you know, some score lines when you're not looking at them, you don't really get full context, okay? That's why I say statistics tell 10% of the story of a game. If you were watching that match, 3-1 to one would have been extremely flattering to Juve. And it was at the time, I have to add, because I think uh, Roma, the, the, their XG before the 70th minute was like 2.8. Um, and they did miss chances. And they were, Andy, in every respect dismantling Juve uh, in attack, in defense. There was not one department where if you were a Juventino, if you were Max Allegri, up until the 70th minute that you could look to and say, okay, well, we got unlucky there. Oh, we did well in that respect. Oh, uh, Roma, uh, we dominated them there. We just got unlucky or something. There was... Nothing. Zero. Nothing that they could point to, Juve, and say, we exploited 
Roma in that respect. There was nothing. And then Andy, it's like everything just collapsed. I I can't even describe that because we've seen meltdowns from Roma. We've seen them. I, I mean, there's no point in coming on here and like reciting specific instances because there are so many that you choose from the list. If you're 20 years old and you've been watching Roma for only like 18 months, you could probably find at least five to six. There is no shortage of instances of this happening. But man, I I don't think I've ever seen it come that quickly and that dramatically in respect to how you were playing up until that point. We've seen meltdowns where like, okay, they draw three to three with Livorno, okay? But that was like zero to 90, okay? This was in a seven-minute stretch. How in the hell do you explain that? How do you make sense of it? Yeah. Because I'm still lost <laughs> for words. I, I'm lost for words. You know, so every, every time there's like a Roma debacle, uh, I get often asked by my parents, uh, you know, who in God's name made you want to be a fan of this team? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in this in the family is a Romanista. There's not a, 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 a history of the Roma in my family. <laughs> and uh, somehow um, I, uh, I fell into it. And, and it's true. You, 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 you get these games like uh, Roma Juve and you don't know how to react. You don't really know what, what to make of it. Um, I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of talk, a lot of, uh, you know, very contrasting opinions, um, you know, fingers being pointed at this person or that person or at this phenomenon or at that phenomenon. Um, I think that... Totally this is the point. Come on, man, it, right? It totally. It totally, totally that's because, because, because I think the, the most nuanced conclusions must be uh, formulated once these big, big debacles take place, right? So Baldo was one. The loss to Baldo was one. Um, just like this was, again, really, I mean, you every time, and I see Roma fans constantly say, oh, is this a new low? No, this team can go lower, oh, trust on, me. This isn't a um, new low. Uh, yeah, of course. It's And, and, and we, we saw this time and time again, and it's not something that... Uh, disappears once you go back in time. <laughs> I remember crying my eyes out at uh, at uh, Manchester United Roma seven to one um, when I was uh, when I saw uh, Wayne Rooney's bald head dancing on 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 Totti's and and De Rossi's grave. I mean that w- that was really depressing. Um, yeah. And then you know again I see I see all these contrasting opinions. For example of which can be true. They can be true, but they they have to be true at the same time. They cannot be, you know, separated from the rest as this is the gospel. Nothing else matters. You know, nothing else is true. This is true. So, for example, the notion that, for example, uh, tactics, right? Tactics, this is a big target. So now there is the, 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 the debate between tactics and leadership. And and the the reality of the situation is that uh, the it, it can be both can be true at the same time. There is a problem of tactics. There is a problem of personnel. There is a problem of leadership. Listen, when when 
leaders are important. But I do remember seeing uh, Roma Porto, Roma in perfect conditions to to go home after a draw at Porto with Luciano Spalletti, with that team that everybody uh, now misses and and, yes. and and makes you know incredible myths and legend about. Like that team was. Unbelievable! Look at this team of ballers. And, yeah, talking about Paredes as if he was, you know, <laughs> hoofing it about like he was parallel. Give me a break! And, but 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 you know, in that Roma in that game, right? They go to Porto, a nice one-one draw. Okay, go back to Stadio Olimpico. They have everything to to make something happen out of it. What do they do? They collapse with the following players on the pitch. Daniele De Rossi, Rajan Angolan, Kevin Strotman. So supposed big time players, big time leaders, uh, big time warriors. And uh, Daniele De Rossi is the first one to 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 collapse and get that game by, uh, I believe, fracturing the shin of an opposing yes. player and getting a red card. In the card first for half, it. no less, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah. yes. Then there was Emerson Palmieri. But the point is that leadership on its own is not really the answer and uh we we saw this time and time again with roma uh, some of the i mean think about uh roma inter right with with where totti loses his head kicks yes. uh, balotelli now granted balotelli may have deserved it but at that point your leader does that right and 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 that was that proved crucial in a game that we all remember um the point is that leadership is one aspect of it. Tactics, one aspect of it. Meaning, sure, yesterday, Roma were in complete control of the game for 72 minutes, right? I mean, there was no, you know, if I was a, a Juve fan, I wouldn't really feel good about myself after that game because you don't really even know yourself how you made out of there alive. You go from drawing to a Napoli side that has Zanoli on the pitch and Petagna, <laughs> Uh, and uh, and and to 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 making a comeback win against uh, a Roma team that does have the mentality of a toddler, and um, you don't really know how that happens for whatever reason. It somehow it happens, um, but Roma were in complete control. And those seven minutes, it's uh, it's a weird mix of everything. It's a weird mix, sure, of of lack of personnel, lack of individual quality, because uh, a lot of the times you pay for these individual mistakes, even you know a, a rough touch or a player not knowing who to mark, um, a substitute coming on and not being up to it, whatever. Then you have um, perhaps a manager who reacts too late or doesn't read the game too quickly, and those seven minutes are crucial and they determine the outcome of the game. So it's a bit, it's a little bit of everything. I think that sure it sucks. These games are horrible because you are in control. You lead against a direct opponent. Um and it sucks just to see your team lose like that and 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 again be the laughing stock of the league. Everybody's tired of it. Um but to me in a season where really it's it's and it's been years like that where you hope where it's more of a hope now i'm seeing you know people oh now the, the fourth place is is uh, is a dream well it was a dream all along the, the that's that's the truth and 
if you want to have you know a semblance semblance of a rebuild if you if you want you know i'm seeing a lot of people now discard players players like ibanez who were rated up until a month ago everybody was like oh my god the, he still has that release clause in his contract please remove that because we don't want to lose him right uh you know pellegrini goes from being a hero to being the villain uh, mikitarian from 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 underrated to overrated the truth is that this this team was never good enough it's been the more or less the same team for the last few years and this this constant uh you know thinking of oh let's hope at least we can get this at least we can get a europa league spot at least we can get a conference league spot if you want if you want a rebuild, if you want, uh, for example, renewal discussions to be shut down, bonuses not to come into certain players, you, you, you th- reaching Conference League or reaching Europa League is not the way to go. If you want a rebuild, you gotta you gotta scrap everything. You have to you have to take these losses, take them, accept them, and uh, and and work with those losses in mind. You cannot focus on uh I'm pretty sure that that Mourinho will be more pissed off at this loss than at, than uh, happy about winning against Atalanta. Atalanta for Mourinho is history. Atalanta is is uh you know, is something from way way back. Uh this this loss will haunt him like Bodo continues to haunt them and it's good that it haunts them. It's it w- should also be um a driver, a motivator for for better things to come. That listen, this is not the way to go. You don't you think that that uh, the likes of Mikitarian uh, didn't get some bonuses once we clinched the Conference League spot last season at the last match day? That's why I was sitting here and I was not happy about it because if if you reach certain marginal objectives or if you you know if you get by, you don't really do anything you know worthy of attention but you get by somehow then you you know get into the belief oh this team is good enough oh you know let's let's give one more year to this guy or let's renew this guy's contract and um perhaps that is not the way to go and and i think that if you look back at the track record of roma in the last what three years you look at the players the players haven't changed uh, dramatically if you see more or less the roster stays the same at least the important players on the starting 11 are more or less the same um that sh- that sends you a clear message and that also should uh be the reason why these losses should not be taken as something as you know as a as a stain on Roma's history. Roma's history is full of these losses okay i get, i eat these losses for breakfast <laughs> I, I wake up in the morning, instead of cereal, I put on uh, Manchester United Roma, Fiorentina Roma, uh, Bayern Roma, Spezia Roma. I, I take those and I watch them and I feel uh, great about the start of the day. And um, this is so, th- th- what what we have to, and, and the management also is, that this is a sign. This is a sign. This is a reminder. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Don't buy into the hype of uh, a game like Atalanta. Um, don't buy into the false hope that is reaching uh, Conference League uh, in the last on the last match day. Um, 
and and you know you you get by a, a, a lowly Spezia side and and uh, you jump ahead a Sassuolo team that that wasn't much of anything. Um, those are not those are that that should not be rewarded. That should not be a, a reason to be proud of um, what 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 should be considered. Uh, you know, a, a reminder is is this is you know getting getting absolutely uh, humiliated at home within a span of seven minutes, losing a game a game a huge huge game against the direct opponent um, at home, embarrassing in embarrassing fashion. Um, but if you want to learn. You, you'll have to learn the hard way because I'm seeing, and that's been a theme in Roma's history, hasn't it not? Haven't we made the same mistakes? What was it with 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 uh, with Jekyll's renewal? Remember the Fazio's renewal? Those are things. Those are things that happen because Roma evaluated the 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 certain episodes and certain seasons the wrong way they thought oh you know oh jack okay still had a so-so year but the whole team was performing badly so maybe let's let's hope and keep him some more because that's important but his time was up same as fazio oh but you know he performed so and so but it was a terrible defense overall so it's not really his fault and and you come to regret that so maybe Maybe once we reach the end of the season, and listen, I'm not saying the season is done. I'm seeing a lot of people and a lot of newspapers. It's very funny. I saw today a headline uh, that said uh, uh, 2022 is over. Um, let's let's skip to 2023. Now that's that that's the easy way out. Um, don't 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 call yourself a fan if that is the attitude. Even worse when it comes from a newspaper. The 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 point is that. These are the things that are worthy of attention at the end of a season. And uh, with this in mind, I look forward to seeing how the management reacts, how the all of a sudden w- did, will will Tiago Pinto change his tune about about certain players, about uh, the rumors of certain players wanting to renew their contracts and so on. Because this is it, you know, this is the good stuff. This is the stuff that matters. Yes, wins are great. But when you get slapped in the face like this, um, it it I'm just saying, in the short run it sucks. But in the long run, if a team is serious, if a club is serious about building a project, this is your homework. This is what what you use to 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 do better in the future. Yeah, and going back to something you brought up. You know, this whole thing with tactics, with, uh, oh, defensive midfielder, that player, that player. To me, that completely misses the bigger picture. And you don't have a meltdown of that level because of a, a, a small tactical nuance. You don't have that level of collective breakdown because of, you know, an instruction from the manager. That's why I... This whole thing with like Mourinho out or blaming, uh, like you said, Pellegrini, Ibanez, whoever it is, that completely misses the point. For me, what I draw from yesterday evening is very, very simple. Okay, what you saw summarized in those seven to ten minutes were the mentalities 
constructed by each of these clubs over the past 10 to 15 years, in my opinion. On one side, you have a team that at times can play gorgeous football, champagne football, score lots of goals. But when it comes to securing the result, when it comes to being more concrete in your game in the moment when it matters, when it comes to keeping your composure in a difficult moment, they never manage to do so. On the other side, you have a team, uh, an aging team, a team going through uh, a transition, in my opinion. But you have somebody like Giorgio Chiellini who comes on the pitch, a guy clearly passed his best for a long time now, long time. But what he lacks in ability, he brings in character, personality. And he's a guy, even when they have a team that admittedly is nowhere close to the team that they had six, seven years ago when they started this, uh, this period of winning. He's still able to uh, sort of uh, like pass on and instill his mentality, his calmness, his leadership, his personality to everybody else on the pitch. And when they were down, uh, when they were up three to one and they conceded that second goal, okay, I I said it in the uh, patron group chat. I said, they're bottling this. They're bottling this. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, everybody. And and, and it happened. The thing is... And when they got awarded the penalty? Yes, I said they were missing it. Yeah, sure. I I, I knew they were missing that. And and the thing that really in my opinion at least the only evidence you need andy how many players have changed how many managers have changed how many uh, sporting directors have changed yet you watch roma and you know and i know when they are in the meltdown mode it doesn't matter which player is on the pitch it doesn't matter which uh, manager is on the sideline it doesn't matter which president is sitting in the stands it doesn't matter which sporting uh, director is alongside that president. It all looks the same. It all looks the same. I can take that meltdown and compare it to something. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a good meltdown. Livorno, I'll go back to that one because that's always the one that I, I compare a lot of the things to. The three to three, uh, uh, 2009, 2010, uh, Livorno, Roma. Like that's what it looks like. It all looks the same. Andy, those matches where they concede six or seven goals, They all look the same. They all look the same from the standpoint of you have a group of 11 players who uh, look scared. They lack direction. They have very little character, very little personality. They look overwhelmed and they look like scared children who don't know how to respond to a difficult moment. So if you're sitting here today, okay. I haven't, you know, I haven't put on the likes of like Teleradio Stadio. I, I, I haven't want to punish. I didn't want to punish myself that much today. But I imagine that you're hearing things like uh, Mourinho out, Cristante out, Veretout out, Dibani is out, Small. No, the out. season is over. That's the. I yeah. think that's everybody no, has the, agreed. Yeah. Now here's the over. thing: do, do a lot of these guys deserve a smack? Of course. Do these guys deserve? To be slated through the media at times? Yes. Some of the things Mourinho said yesterday, I have no problem with. I can't believe anyone would take issue with that. Where he says, 
you know, these players need to get closer to me in terms of mentality, yeah, yeah, not yeah. me closer to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some people find that harsh, but find the lie, you know? I, mm-hmm. For me, nothing yeah. wrong with that. And I think but, that the players themselves know that. Of course, of course. I, I, I guess the point I'm just trying to make is this is a deep-seated issue within the club, okay? Again, you can just change players, managers, directors, presidents, and it doesn't matter. It has the same look as it did 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It all looks the same when Roma is in meltdown mode. They all look the same. And that means, in my opinion, that this is a deeply ingrained issue in terms of mentality. It is a Mm-hmm. Listen, you have a Juve with the winner's mentality, and let's be clear, Roma with the defeatist loser mentality, and I think it's as simple as that. I really do. And listen, that's, I mean, I have the same, very similar thoughts when I i, I look at, for example, uh, Napoli, and, and um, you know, over the years, Napoli, uh, that's, that's right, there is another team that has oftentimes crumbled. Um, under the pressure, under the pressure of just not being up to it, of of not having the prerequisites to succeed. Uh, I mean, some the inferiority complex for those two teams is huge, and it translates pretty well into the history of the two clubs. Yeah, um, right, so, right. It, really, it's because it's true. It's true. It it happened. I remember that happening when Totti was there. I remember that happening with Rossi. What I mean is, your point is valid about the about the about the personnel, um, because why? Because that also reflects just how the 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 concept of winning here. It's 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 unbelievable. You know how and and ultimately it will get to you how wins are celebrated. How losses um, are are you know are used as basically uh, uh, you know as a, a flamethrower um, mm, and 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 that will destabilize you destabilize the way players um, you react to to the games the way uh, the season takes the form um, that's why we call it ambiente that's why because it, yes it. It happens outside of the stadium with the fans, with the media, but it it then also happens within the locker room and on the pitch. Ultimately, it's players get too excited. They think they have it. They think they're ahead, three to one, all perfect, all comfortable. But once they see that second goal go in, they know it's over. They know they don't have it. And once they have the chance to equalize, they also know that they're not going to make it. Did, do you think that Pellegrini for a split second thought, "Oh, I'm going to make this penalty. I'm going to I'm going to convert it. I'm going to score." Right. Did, did that look did like, that look like a player who was convinced of 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 his own abilities when he was standing in front of Wojciech Szczesny? I don't think so. That's the problem. That's the problem. I've seen that too often. Why do we think that Roma were not going to make the, that penalty? The Roma come come off, I think, two missed penalties. Um, and again, a bit a bit of confusion regarding who's taking the penalty. Is it Vertu? Is it Tammy Abraham? Is it Pellegrini? 
what's the what's the deal you know and and i've seen that happen i've seen that happen with Edin Dzeko. i remember watching games where Edin Dzeko could be your best player and then that moment i remember it was i think udinese with the uh, with anders paletti was that the season where Dzeko was unbelievable um but still there came, there would come a game where the lights were on and he sent it way above the crossbar. That that is again, it captures perfectly the the sort of the 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 problem, the problem that is deeply rooted in this club. And so when we say the season is over, okay, the season is over. Fine. The 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 thing is that this this season is not over. The and I and I I do hope in the long run. You know, sue me. Um, I I'll get hate for this, but I hope that more losses like this take place. But they are taken in um, they're taken in a in a way that is not too uh, reactionary. Uh, as as because I've seen that too many times. Again, I've seen that also too many times. That oh, that the problem is okay. Then these losses are bad. They're it's terrible. I I've seen the club succumb to the pressure. I've seen the club succumb to 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 the pressure of what's being said, what's being demanded of them. I've seen the club succumb to the pressure of having to keep Juan Iturbe. Okay, that's. <laughs> but I've seen the club succumb to the pressure and, for example, make the decision of sacking somebody or keeping him. Um, and and I don't want that to happen because I think that we never gave really. Uh, a chance for these losses to take a life of their own. They're always treated as these these negative episodes. They're always treated as something unnatural when it's in fact the most natural thing in the world for a club like Roma, and should be cultivated. This should be not put in a box and thought of. Oh my God! Remember the evil, the terrible loss against Bodo. Oh, you know. Um, that's that's no way to learn from your own mistakes. Uh, it, it, these things should be kept on you know on a shelf in front of everybody for to see. Everybody who enters Trigoria, they should see a beautiful screenshot of Pellegrini missing the penalty. Mm, just to remind yourself, be humble, okay? Be humble. This is this is you know a beautiful screenshot of of the scoreboard. Uh, at Bodo, be humble. This is this is where you're coming from. So at the end of the season, we can take the next step to continue building a project, building, not starting all over again. Because that's not not the point of it. This is not the point of it. If you're telling me all season long it's a process, it's a project, I expect the management to continue with that uh, train of thought. And so far. It has been good. Also, why? Because you hired Mourinho. When you hire Mourinho, you sign him for three years. You're not going to be questioning him, at least from the management perspective. You're not going to be questioning him uh, five months into the season. That's not going to happen. Yes, sure, it will happen with Eusebio Di Francesco. It will not happen with Mourinho. That's why you bring in Mourinho, to consolidate that. And I, and I like it. I hope it, it continues because... You'll have to, you know, you'll have to eat shit 
for the for the next months. You'll have to, sure. You'll have to uh, see many, many more disappointing results because if you think that this Roman will now go on an unbeaten run, then hey, I got news for you. But ultimately, I do think that that can pay off. If treated correctly, I think it can pay off. Yeah, I, I think that was like my last reflection point that I mentioned right. in our uh, patron group. I guess that's a good place to end because I I mean, this could go down such a dark path. I mean, for me, I, I mentioned Chiellini, okay? For me, it's not as if he, uh, you know, he was automatically born with this personality or this character or that allowed him to be, you know, one of the focal points both on and off the pitch for for Juve. I mean, this was a guy who, again, he was at Juve playing uh, with uh, Gigi Daneri as as the manager. One of the, I mean, mm-hmm. like one of the worst coaches ever. Okay, yep. Eat, I mean, eating shit with Juve, uh, uh, finishing seventh with a, a 65-year-old Luca Toni in attack, okay? And I'm convinced that that season, the season before when they had, um, wasn't it uh, Ciro Ferrara before him? If I'm yeah, not Ferrara, they had Palladino, no? Didn't they have also Palladino or something? Uh, an attacker like that. They had these wonderful characters at some yeah, point, Juve. Uh, yeah, um, what was that Dutch guy's name? Uh, <laughs> Elia, the, the, the attacker who was there for like one season. He was there with... Um, they they, they have they these had, yeah <laughs> all those gems that they bought after the 2010 world cup anyway yeah. um I, I i guess the point that i'm trying to make is i can live with yesterday if it helps build the kind of winning culture and mentality that clearly uh, Tiago Pinto, Jose Mourinho, and the Freakins have referenced on uh, on a number of occasions that this is just not like a short term fix. This is going to take some time, and I, I I completely understand that. I completely understand that. I guess my issue is, or my concern, my biggest concern is, again, we've seen hundreds of these, and generally, ninety five percent of the time they lead to nowhere. They just lead to more losses. Sure. So, of course, we're not going to know in the next month, two months, three months, if this uh, a match like this had any effect. However, if we can in one year, two years, three years, whatever it may be, look back mm-hmm. and even hear some of the players say, you know what, that match was a, a, a catalyst, a turning point, a bookmark in, uh, you know, just one of the many chapters in our you know, in my career at Roma, that really helped turn things around. And we're, you know, we're we're sitting here talking about a trophy or something. Like, it, it, it does take really shitty moments, in my opinion, to turn guys like Chiellini, who he's always had that bit of a twat personality to begin with, which I think you have to have a bit of. And I, I think yeah. from a character standpoint, to go on what Mourinho said, I mean... Come on, uh, we, I, I don't think Roma have a lot of guys like that in the team right now. Um, that are yeah, just... but you, you know they can be twats, but but they also have to have some talent, right? I mean that, that yes. also yeah, plays a part. Of course, of course, so of course. Yes. A twat, but he became a really great footballer. Yes, 
that's a good point. Yeah, yes. I think you obviously have to have a mix of the two. However, again, he had to eat a ton of shit in those few seasons with Juve. So what I'm hoping is they can take what happened yesterday evening and turn it into one of those moments where you learn and you learn and you learn and you learn and you get to the point where the next time you are in that position, you do not succumb to the pressure. You do not melt down. You do not run about the pitch like a headless chicken. You uh, you do not afford Paulo Dybala five yards of space to get off a good mm-hmm. shot. You do not uh, allow uh, De Chilio, Okay, De Chilio, a guy... I. I thought, I, he thought he I, no, I thought he was dead. I, 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 I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I thought he was still on loan. At Lyon. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's things like even Milan have it to an extent, okay? Andy, look at the back four in yeah. Milan and Juve that Roma have faced, okay? And yes, they scored four goals in those two matches, whatever, okay? But at the end of the day, these are two clubs that were down to like their fifth choice defenders. And yeah, they conceded goals, but you know, ultimately they managed to pull victories from their ass. Roma are not capable of that. They're mm-hmm. not. They use the excuse of injuries as an alibi and have done so for as long as I can remember. We're missing that guy. We got that guy. We got, yeah, I, I mean, even Mourinho's guilty of this. Yeah, I mean, he said it after the match yesterday about, uh, well, look, you have Chiellini coming off of the bench and we have, uh, uh, look at the differences in. I mean, uh, I think that, listen, I think that those are two different things. Right? I mean, Roma miss uh, Rick Karsdorp and that's good. That That can be an excuse uh, sometimes, but I think what that point is, he's bringing in Kellini. We're bringing in Shomurodov, right? Yes, that's, it, it, it is an absolutely valid point. That, that it, it, it's, it's completely valid. And I think, I think, listen, I was, I mean, I, I ranted about it after Venezia, but that's again another context. Then you're talking about the loss to Venezia. Here you're talking about a game against Juventus, and and that's true. Um, that. You 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 turn to the bench, and in a moment where you want the team to to consolidate possession to keep a a cool you know cool attitude and 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 sort of see the match through, um, you're not able to turn to the bench and and you know and call upon a player that you know will give you um, exactly what you're asking him of. I mean, right? I mean, you, you, most of the time you bring in somebody like Felix. Yesterday started, was, was good and, and has been good. But the thing is that when you're Mourinho and you want the team to complete the mission and you're standing on the sideline and you're talking to, say, Eduardo Bove or Marash Kumbulla or Felix or even Shomurodov, you don't know what you're getting. As a manager... You have absolutely no idea what you're getting when you're sending him out there on the pitch, and 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 I think that's that's probably why Sergio Oliveira is on is on his way to to the Italian capital because there is a player in whom Mourinho recognizes somebody on whom he will be able to count in that in that moment where he needs to turn to somebody, and I know that. There is this huge narrative of oh, Mancini is his most trusted player, or Ibanez is his leader, or whatever. The, the point is, 
we're, we constantly see Mourinho complain of that, of I don't have that guy. Hopefully, and I'm not here to, to you know, to, to carry any agenda pro Oliveira. I like the player, but I'm not here to, you know, to, to say that this is going to turn our season around. But it's a signal that, oh, I, we're bringing in somebody um, that will be considered one of the guys, you know, somebody that you, you know, it's like an authority. Because when you send Kelly out there uh, to to help the team to to send a message, you do send a message. When you send uh, Eduardo Bove or uh, Eldor Shomurov, I don't know what the team is getting. Right? I don't know what they're thinking. What should we do? What are we doing? What's the what's the plan here? So, as a manager, I think that's really that's the most crucial aspect. And um, and again, a reason of why these losses. Uh, sure, should not happen in the future. Not at this rate, not this fashion. Um, but I think there's plenty of material here to 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 be taken away from and used um, in the future as as a lesson going forward. Yeah, for sure. I, I completely agree. And hopefully they use this as a building block. I, I mean, beyond that, I don't know what else to say. It sucks. We all feel the same way. I, I just... I think we both agree that it misses really the bigger picture to come on here and complain about, you know, that to right. I, 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 I mean, we all think, get it at this point. Do you think that, uh, that Rocco Comiso will scrap the project now that Fiorentina lost four to zero against Torino? Do you think that's, right. that's right. the end of it? Oh, we got embarrassed by Torino. We, uh, we're done. We're, we're not building anything anymore. No, it's, you take these losses and, and you use them. You use them. Oh, why? Why did we? Why, why did we fall apart at such a crucial time? Because that's what Fiorentina did. They, they, they were in perfect position to do something really special, and um, and and they failed. So, but you, it happens. This is football, especially when when your Roma is in the history of the club, and uh, and 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 you accept it. You accept it, but at the same time, you learn from it. That's and. If somebody can say something about this club is that it for years and years, it has failed to learn from these mistakes. It has failed on all fronts, because if you're if we are here and we've been doing this together for, I think, almost four years oh <laughs> and we can name so many episodes yes. exactly like this that took place in a span of less than four years. That's wrong. That's bad. That it should, that that's not the way to go. The way to go is to 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 diminish the rate that these episodes take place because that means that there is something very very sick uh, at the at the root of all this. And 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 the trick now is to eradicate it and um and to do something fresh, something new. For sure, I, yeah. There's no other way to put this. I, I mean, again, we. So easy, it would be so easy to come on here and complain about so many things, but it just again, it misses the bigger picture. So, uh, we'll, we'll be back later in the week. We, we, everybody, everybody, I can't believe this is just after the winter break. <laughs> we need another one, we need it, we absolutely unequivocally need another one. So, uh, we'll be back later in the week. I don't know when, probably Thursday or Friday, we'll figure it out. But, everybody, take a few days away, that's what we're going to do. So, <laughs> until then, ciao, ciao.